<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I'm Graham Ledger, and this is a special edition of The Ledger Report. United States of America does answer to a king, and the sooner we start answering to that king, the better off we will be as a country, as a republic. I'm Graham Ledger. For the 4th of July, 2022, I tuned into a movie from the 80s. Remember this one called Red Dawn? Patrick Swayze. Um, a couple other very young stars were in that movie who later became bigger stars, grew up into bigger stars. That movie was shot in 1984, and it was effectively set uh, in that year. I don't want to ruin the movie for you if you haven't seen it, but you should see it. I remember watching that in the 80s, and I put it on before I wanted to be inspired about something, to go out and do something when I was younger, in my 20s. And it had the same effect on me today, only a little bit differently, because now, how many years, 30-something years later, we're in a different world. The enemy isn't the Soviet Union. The enemy isn't Cuba. There was some sort of mixture in that movie uh, that was attacking America and creating, effectively, a World War III on American soil. This was set in Colorado. Um, but obviously, it was our enemy. And isn't it interesting... Uh, that a lot of the enemy came from south of our border. That movie, if you'll remember, did not have a happy ending. Not at all. And I was thinking it almost set up for a sequel, Red Dawn Part 2. In fact, there may have been a Red Dawn Part 2. But the point is, in my mind, I realized that in 2022, we're living the sequel. We're fighting a World War III. Only this war is asymmetrical, it's internal, and it's a mixture between a revolutionary war, which, frankly, we're trying to beat back, and a civil war, which, frankly, we should be trying to escalate. Because clearly this republic, unfortunately, has gone off the constitutional rails. Think of what's happening at the border right now. I know that 99% of you do not live along the border. I live most of my life along the border, a secure portion of the border, but nonetheless along the border. Just think, it's the 4th of July, they don't care. Those illegals do not care. And our federal government does not care. And our NGOs, like unfortunately Catholic Charities and other ones, they care so much in the wrong direction that they're aiding and abetting this crime these are illegal immigrants. The sooner Fox News starts saying illegal immigrant in its lower third and in its scripts, the better off we'll be as a country. Unfortunately, they keep calling them migrants. 
No. By definition, they are illegal aliens, illegal immigrants, at the very least, and they are violating our sovereignty. This is our war, but it's being done at the hands and the promotion of the federal government. So really, it's not their fault. I'm not saying it's not. They have free will to violate our sovereignty. But it's being aided and abetted by various factions from within our country. The enemy is within, and it's led and sanctioned by elements of the federal government. So this is our World War III. This is our Revolutionary War. This is our Civil War Part II. It's why I constantly talk about how now this is becoming a red versus blue state. And the red states along the border, in my opinion, if I was governor, if I had any say, and I had a red state along the border, and you know what I'm thinking of, don't you? Which red state along the border? I would militarize that border. The current governor did a little, has done a couple of publicity stunts that has done nothing to mitigate the flow of the illegals. This is an attack. It's an emergency situation down along the border. And we need to treat it as such because this is an outgrowth of our World War III they're living through right now. Red state versus blue state. If you think about the Supreme Court decisions over the past few weeks, Roe versus Wade, all Roe versus Wade, the decision was, was very simple. It had nothing to do with abortion, really. It was the court, in particular, um, the conservative members of the court, Clarence Thomas, saying, hey, we're a federalist system, and this never should have been decided by the Supreme Court. It should have been kicked down to the states, and that's exactly what they did. Under our federalist system, they kicked it down to the states. And yeah, we won a battle in our lifetime. I didn't think Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned, and I thank God that Roe versus Wade was overturned, and I believe God had a hand in this. Because God has had a hand in every positive step in this nation's history. Every step of the way, God, in particular Christianity, has had a positive footing in this country until basically now. But once in a while, God comes and rises to the top. And God did on Road versus Wade. God did again in the, the prayer issue decided by the court out of Bremerton, Washington. There's no, why, why was that even an issue? Well, I believe God's hand stepped in on that one too and said, yeah, you can pray. It's not an establishment of, of, of a national religion to go to the 50-yard line after a football game and pray for crying out loud. How messed up anybody could even think that that was an establishment of religion. But that's our society today. And then throw in there the Second Amendment ruling that said to New York State, no, you can't put on these crazy litmus tests for people to get a concealed carry. In fact, now they're doubling down on it. The nutcase governor in New York is now saying they're going to check two or three years of social media. And if they don't like your social media, for example, if you're pro-Trump, they're not going to give you a CCW. But this decision from the Supreme Court, again, was touched by God. These are God's victories. But in the end, what the court is saying is that we are a nation that is founded on the principle of consent of the governed. And there was no consent on Roe versus Wade. 
So they kicked it back to the states where it belongs. In fact, it's a victory for the 10th Amendment and the 9th Amendment along with it, but certainly uh, the 10th Amendment. But it is the concept of consent of the governed that is rooted in Christian values. Individual liberty, individual salvation. The two go hand in glove in this country. But you have to ask yourself, and this is what makes me very upset, when you go back to this premise that I'm proffering to you that we're in a World War III, if you will, an internal World War III. Did those people at the border ask to come into your house? This country is your house. Did you give consent for those people from Guatemala, for those people from Mexico, for those people from El Salvador, those people from Haiti or even Africa or the Middle East, did you give consent for those people to come into your house? No, you didn't. The entire premise of consent of the governed is being blown apart as we speak down along the border, which again has these thinly veiled ties to that movie Red Dawn. It's something that every American ought to watch, and on the 4th of July is not a bad time to watch it. So I get pretty upset about this, and then I sat in church. Pastor Mike, on Sunday, spoke my values and, and what I know and what I preach to you all the time. It was, a, it was a wonderful sermon, and of course it was 4th of July rooted. But he reminded me of something that I hadn't thought about in a while, and that is the United States of America does answer to a king. And if you don't believe me, do your homework. And I don't care if I'm offending certain religions here. But the king that we, the people of the United States, answer to, per our founding fathers, per the framers of the Constitution, is Jesus Christ. We answer to a king. Do you know how you can verify this? When asked about the time of the revolution, 1775, 1776, when the framers were asked and the founders were asked, there is a difference between the two. Framers helped build the Constitution. Founders were people who didn't necessarily help build the Constitution, but were for independence from Britain. So when they were asked if they served King George, they said, no, we only serve one king. We serve one master, and it's Jesus Christ. This country serves a king. And we, unfortunately, have gotten away from that and knowing that as a nation. And even if you are of a different religion and you're not Christian, it doesn't matter because our religion is inclusive. Our God loves you anyway. That's the wonderful thing about Christianity. So this is our Red Dawn moment. We're living the sequel here in the 20s. You know, the Roaring Twenties, of course, of 100 years ago. Well, this is the Warring Twenties. Whether we like it or not, we're in a war. This is our Red Dawn moment. Uh, does it look like going up in the hills of a small town in Colorado and arming up and beating back the enemy? I, I don't know if it is ever going to look like that, but I do know we're in a war. And it's a war 
against a federal government out of control, and it is now distilling down to a war of red state versus blue state. And it's my message, and has been for quite some time now, if you live in a blue state, you need to get out of there because your tax dollars are fueling not only your own demise, but this war against the United States Constitution and this republic. And so that is our situation on July 4th, 2022. We need to return to our roots and understand that you do not answer to Joe Biden. You answer to Jesus Christ. And the sooner that we as a country go back to that phenomenon, uniquely poured out in the Declaration of Independence. It's all over the Declaration of Independence, talking about a higher authority. What do you think the higher authority is in the Declaration of Independence that it's, it's alluding to? Do you think it's Allah? No, it's the Lord. This country was founded on Christian principles, not Judean Christian principles. A lot of people like to say that to be inclusive, but it's not the truth. This country is founded on Christian principles. You answer to a king. And the sooner as a nation we start answering to that king and reducing answering to government, the better off we are as a nation. I'm Graham Ledger.